In this episode, we discuss what it means to engage the edges and why engaging the edges is a powerful and often overlooked strategy for realizing transformative change. Welcome to another episode of All Things OD, where I'm here to help you offer more, be more, and live more. Whether you're serving as an OD practitioner, change management professional, or business transformation consultant. I'm your host, Randall Scott, and it's great to be with you here today. As mentioned, in today's episode, we're going to discuss what it means to engage the edges and why it matters. We're also going to discuss what are the benefits of engaging the edges to help drive change. And finally, we'll discuss several strategies and practices that you can use to help you see around the corners of things and integrate edge work into your daily OD and change routines. Now, before we begin, I want to offer you a free resource that complements and extends our discussion today, and that is a free copy of our ebook on Hybrid OD, The Emerging Future of Organization Development. If you've been curious about the integrative power of leveraging both diagnostic and dialogic forms of OD in your work, then this ebook is for you. You can obtain the free ebook at henosispartners.com slash hybridod, or if you're watching on YouTube, you can click on the link in the description below. All right, let's jump in. So we begin by addressing the question, what does it mean to engage the edges, and why does it matter? To answer this question, let's first define what we mean by edge in this particular context. We define edge as a place where strategic inflection points begin to show themselves. It's a boundary line, a threshold between existing and new, and between present and future. To help you connect with this definition of edge in this particular context, let me share a quote from Andy Grove, the former CEO of Intel, in his book, Only the Paranoid Survive, where he says that snow melts from the edges, from the periphery. It is at the edges, he says, that changes first occur and are evident. It's where things are most exposed. And so then leveraging the definition above and Andy Grove's observation, we can say that engaging the edges means engaging the fringes, the periphery of things. It reflects traversing the boundary line between the present and the emerging future. So with this brief introduction, let's understand better what we mean by engaging the edges. When we talk about engaging the edges, we're really talking about engaging the edges in two regards. In one regard, we're talking about engaging the edges in terms of who. And what I mean by this is that we can engage individuals at system edge, that is, at the edge of our organizations. We can engage individuals at transactional edge, that is, at the edge of an industry that our organization operates within. And we can engage individuals at contextual edge, within the broader ecosystem within which our industry operates. And so engaging the edges in terms of who, we can do so at three different levels. We can also engage the edges in terms of what? So for example, we can engage at creator's edge in terms of the different blogs that we read or podcasts that we listen to. We can engage at print edge in terms of the different books and magazines that we choose to read. 
we can engage at Web's Edge in terms of the different websites that we frequent. And finally, we can engage at Training's Edge in terms of the professional development that we choose for ourselves. So there are four different ways that we can engage the edges in terms of what. And the reason why we need to engage the edges, as alluded to earlier, is because it is at the edges, the fringes, the periphery of things, that we find the emerging future, which can help us transform the present. So let's understand better what it means to engage the edges in terms of who. One level that we can engage in in terms of who is at organizational level, at an organization's edge. And it's at an organization's edge that we find our innovators, our first adopters, our maverick types that reflect different perspectives and points of views. We can learn from such individuals, and it is for that reason that we should seek out and meet with such individuals to learn from them, to understand what they see, what they think, how they act, and what they feel. We can also engage at industry edge. Within any industry, there are innovators those on the bleeding edge of things, pushing the envelope, so to speak. We can learn from such organizations. What are they doing differently? How do they perceive the world? What unique perspectives do they have in terms of meeting the needs and requirements of your organization's customers? As at Organizational Edge, you can learn a tremendous amount by engaging with individuals and organizations at Industry Edge. And it is for this reason that you should also seek out such organizations. Research such organizations. Attend their podcasts. Visit the same conferences that they visit. These are just a few ways in which you can engage at Industry's Edge. You can also engage in the broader ecosystem within which your industry operates. And at ecosystem level, there's even greater opportunities to identify different organizations and whole industries that truly operate on the edges, that are far and away more transformative and innovative with their seeing and thinking, acting and feeling. Here, too, I would encourage you to engage the organizations and industries at Ecosystem Edge and even beyond. There is much that we can learn from mavericks, both individuals, industries, and even ecosystems. And in all regards, what we're wanting to do is to bring the insights back with us from the edges to transform the present. And in bringing the insights from the edges, it actually prepares the organization for multiple plausible futures. It affords an organization an opportunity to transform itself in the present and therefore influence its future. So this is what it means to engage the edges in terms of who. We can engage individuals in our organization at organizational edge we can engage other organizations within our industry at Industry Edge, and we can engage broader ecosystems within which our industry operates. All three edges offer us tremendous opportunity to generate and gather insights from the edges to transform the present. So let's dive a bit deeper to understand the edges within our organizations. So at an organizational level, there might be two questions that you might be asking, which is who specifically is at the edges and what type of people will we find there? Let's answer both of these questions next. So the first question to consider is who is at the edges of our organization? Well, one group of people at the edges of your organization are your sales staff, those that are on the front line 
engaging with your customers and suppliers. Your customer service staff are also at the edges of your organization, interfacing with your customers. Your marketing staff are at the edges of your organization, trying to understand the marketplace and maybe how customer sentiment or requirements are shifting. Your advocacy staff operate at the edges of your organization, as well as any innovation labs that you might have to help you bring forth the new. You'll find skunkworks teams at the edges of your organization, those teams that are leveraging bleeding-edge methods, tools, and techniques to also help bring forth the new. Your R&D teams operate at the edges of your organization, and your transformation teams operate at the edges, helping an organization to become more efficient and effective in what it does. So as it turns out, there are a number of different individuals that are operating at the edges of your organization. The other question to address is what type of people will we find at the edges? Well, you'll find your maverick types, those that see the world differently, think differently, and act differently. You'll find your disruptors, those that are discontent with the status quo, that are bent on bringing forth the new. You'll find your radical thinkers at the edges, and your experimenters, your tinkerers, if you will. First adopters operate on the edges of your organization. Thought leaders are also the type of person that you could find at the edges of your organization. And organizations' innovators operate at the edges of an organization. And finally, your transformers, your consultant types, who are tasked with bringing forth the new. So as mentioned earlier, to obtain insights from the edges of your organization, you'll want to seek these individuals out. Understand how they see the world. What is their perspective and points of views on things? In what ways do they act differently from others? What key insights could they share with you to bring back to the center of the organization, to help transform the organization from where it is to maybe where it wants to be? To the extent that you do this, you unlock the power of engaging the edges. Next, we consider more deeply what it means to engage the edges in terms of what. One way that we can engage the edges in terms of what is to engage at creator's edge. And what this speaks to specifically are the different blogs that one may read or the different podcasts that one may listen to. Not all blogs, not all podcasts are created equal. When it comes to engaging the edges in terms of what, you want to discriminate with your time. Be strategic with what you read and what you listen to. In addition to engaging at Creator's Edge, we also engage at Print Edge. And this speaks to the different magazines and books that we may read. Here again, you want to be discriminate with your time. Not all magazines or books are created equal or will help you in the same regard. To engage the edges in terms of what also means to engage at Web's Edge which speaks to the different websites that we frequent. It is easy to get lost in traversing the web these days. Be strategic with what websites you frequent. And lastly, you can engage at Trainings Edge, which speaks to the different professional development and trainings that one could pursue. Here again, not all trainings are created equal. For example, at Henosis Partners, we have two flagship training programs called OD Leadership Reimagined and System Leaders Academy that are entirely future-focused. That is, they will help you develop the knowledge, skills, and capabilities of the future, as opposed to perpetuating the past. Seek out trainings that are 
possibility-centric and future-focused, as those will help you most in your career. And in a similar fashion, as we saw when engaging the edges in terms of who, when engaging the edges in terms of what, we're looking to bring insights back from the edges to transform the present. And in this regard, we're talking about transforming you, transforming your present or current state, thus giving you leverage or influence to transform your future. So this is what it means to engage the edges in terms of what? We engage at creator's edge, at print edge, at web's edge, and at training's edge, and being strategic as we go. Next, we address the question, what is at the edges? What specifically will we find there? Well, one thing that you'll find at the edges is inspiration and energy, as it is at the edges that often great things are happening. You'll find new and novel thinking at the edges. You'll find different mindsets, perspectives, and point of views at the edges. You'll find tremendous opportunity at the edges. You'll also find mass experimentation occurring at the edges. Divergence, disruption is occurring at the edges. New adaptations, innovations, and even mutations are at the edges. And collectively, we can say that all of these things represent the emerging future. It's the emerging future that's at the edges. All right, so now that we understand what it means to engage the edges, let's dive deeper to discuss what are the benefits of engaging the edges. One benefit from engaging the edges is that we identify strategic inflection points sooner to act on them earlier. Strategic inflection points represent situations where the underlying assumptions of a business are being challenged, and so identifying them sooner to act on them earlier is a good thing. Another benefit from engaging the edges is to improve organizational decision-making, and this occurring because of all the new ideas and divergent thinking that's occurring at the edges. When we engage the edges effectively, it also creates an ability to create a competitive advantage in the marketplace, as it affords an organization to have a first-mover advantage. Another benefit from engaging the edges is that the people on the edges feel seen, they feel heard, which leads to greater loyalty and ultimately greater engagement. Such conditions reflect the foundation of a healthy organization. When we engage the edges, we're also able to resolve conflicts quicker, more effectively, by leveraging the diversity that exists within the organization. As I like to say, diversity is the solution, it's not the problem. In some instances, engaging the edges can also help establish new partnerships, alliances, and even the development of different ecosystems. New innovations and better solutions also result from engaging the edges of an organization and beyond. When an organization effectively engages the edges, they're more effective in adapting to changes, as it's the insights that are obtained from the edges that help them to crystallize and prepare for potentially multiple different plausible futures. Engaging the edges also affords an organization the opportunity to get a better pulse on the marketplace, to see shifts in customer requirements sooner than others. And finally, and maybe in a most profound way, engaging the edges 
is an effective way to leverage complexity while embracing uncertainty. So what can you do as an OD change leader to develop your ability to see around corners? Developing the ability to see around corners begins with what to look for. And the types of things that we're wanting to look out for are the following. Divergent trends and patterns. Paradigmatic shifts reflecting strategic inflection points. Disconfirming data to what we already know. Weak signals getting stronger is also something to be on the lookout for. That which is new or novel, the things that result in us taking a double take on things, is also something to be on the lookout for. Mutations, that is new or different combinations of things, are also something to be on the lookout for. And finally, you'll want to be on the lookout for outliers. In addition to seeing differently to develop our ability to see around corners, we also need to be thinking differently. So, for example, we need to let go of our preconceived ideas to therefore let come of the curiosity of the unknown. I would encourage you to adopt a beginner's mind, suspending your own judgments. To see around the corners of things also requires us to acknowledge our cognitive blind spots. That is our underlying assumptions, cognitive biases, and limiting beliefs in life. It requires us to embrace emergence, that is to embrace the unknown. Developing the ability to see around corners also requires that we think in terms of diversity being a solution, not the problem. It requires us to think in terms of considering all data, even the data that we don't like. And finally, it requires us to suspend our absolute certainties to consider other perspectives and point of views. Developing the ability to see around corners also requires acting differently. For example, it requires broadening one's data and information sources. This echoes back to our discussion around engaging the edges in terms of what? And being strategic when engaging at creator's edge, print edge, web's edge, and training's edge. To effectively develop the ability to see around corners, it also requires incorporating strategic foresight or scenario planning into one's work. It requires expanding one's network to include remarkable people, that is, people who think remarkably different than you do. To see around the corners of things, it also requires us to engage in a self-reflection and use of a reflective learning journal. I personally find this helpful to help me integrate my different thoughts, ideas, and learnings in life. Weak signal monitoring is yet another thing that we can do to help develop our ability to see around corners, with increased emphasis on monitoring key uncertainties and driving forces. And lastly, to develop the ability to see around corners, it requires us to identify the practice fields of opportunity that may exist in our current context that is, within the organizations that we work in, to help engage the edges. And finally, to develop the ability to see around corners, it requires changing how we feel. So, for example, we need to be comfortable with engaging the edges. We need to be comfortable with meeting with individuals that might be remarkably different than we are. We need to be comfortable 
with engaging with the maverick types, the disruptors, the radical thinkers, the innovators out there. We also need to be comfortable with receiving and discussing disconfirming data. We need to be comfortable with discussing the undiscussables. To develop the ability to see around corners, it requires us to being comfortable with ambiguity, with not knowing how something fits in, applies, or integrates in the moment. And finally, developing the ability to see around corners requires us to be comfortable with stillness, with simply pausing to reflect on what one sees. In addition to changing how one sees, thinks, acts, and feels, to develop the ability to see around the corners of things to more effectively engage the edges, there are five practices that one can leverage to integrate edge work into your OD change routines. One way that you can integrate edge work into your OD change routines is to simply identify the practice fields of opportunity, that is, opportunities where you can learn in the flow of work. So, for example, when engaging in strategy development work, you can draw insights from the edges of your organization, the industry within which your organization operates, and even the broader ecosystem within which your industry exists. You can draw insights from the edges when engaged in problem-solving efforts, and you can draw insights from the edges when engaged in visioning type of exercises. So these are just three examples where you can draw insights from the edges and incorporate them into your typical OD change routines. Another practice that you can use to integrate edge work into your OD change routines is to repurpose diagnostic and dialogic tools to intentionally harvest edge insights. Some of the tools that you can intentionally repurpose are the following. Dialogue and stakeholder interviews. Narrative and story harvesting. Conducting field trips or site visits out into the system. Conducting surveys. Commissioning a panel of experts. Or engaging in a cultural immersion journey. All of these tools can be repurposed to intentionally harvest edge insights. Another practice that you can use to integrate edge work is to establish mechanisms to force direct engagement with the edges. So, for example, you can develop innovation sprints to force direct engagement with the edges. You could develop executive challenges like a Kickstarter type of campaign. The use of large group process workshops are an excellent way to integrate edge work into your daily routines. Hosting innovation forums or showcase events is also an excellent way to integrate edge work into your daily OD change routines. And finally, you can initiate a series of wind tunnel exercises to help tease out the impacts of edge level insights. Another practice that you can leverage to integrate edge work is to leverage the agile framework or the iterative method. As leveraging the agile framework or the iterative method is about discovering and experimenting our way into the future. And finally, you can simply pause to allocate dedicated quiet time to perform the following. Desk research, dream, doodle, and diverge, and engage in reflective journaling, asking questions such as, where's the future showing up? What are the signs? So these are five practices that you can leverage beginning today to integrate edge work into your OD and change routines. Some additional ways that you can develop your ability to see around corners are the following. 
you can seek out professional and specialized training, such as the training offered by the University of Houston and their Strategic Foresight Certification Program. You can attend the Scenario Planning Certification course at Oxford University as another example of developing your ability to see around corners. You can change what books, magazines, and articles that you read. For example, some of the books I'd recommend are Seeing Around Corners by Rita McGrath, Strategic Foresight, Learning from the Future by Patricia Lustig, Transformative Scenario Planning by Adam Kahane, and Advanced Introduction to Scenario Planning by Paul Shoemaker. Some magazines that I'd recommend to develop your ability to see around corners are the following. Fast Company, the magazine from MIT Sloan, and The Futurist. And lastly, you could be deliberate about what conferences you attend, conferences in particular that are more possibility-centric, future-focused. For example, conferences like the Future Festival and the World Business Forum. So these are just some additional ways that you can develop your ability to see around corners to unlock the power of engaging the edges. So let me share some final thoughts with you. First off, it's essential to have regular contact with people from different parts of an organization, industry, and ecosystem, especially at the edges. Seek out such places. Seek out such faces. And as you do this, maximize diversity, both cognitive and demographic diversity. Remember that diversity is the solution, not the problem. I would encourage you to identify and embed mechanisms into your operations and routines to obtain, discuss, and leverage insights that are coming from the edges. And as you do this, be open to receiving and hearing disconfirming data. Suspend your absolute certainties to consider perspectives and point of views that are different from your own. And lastly, adopt a beginner's mindset. Practice and encourage a culture of continuous curiosity. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you found the content in this episode helpful. Please share your comments below. And if you like this video, hit the subscribe button and click the bell to get notified of all future weekly episodes. Also, don't forget to get your free resource. If you're watching on YouTube, click the link in the description below, or you can visit henosispartners.com slash hybridod. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.